0: All right. All right. All right. Day 84. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith, and this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. Uh, we come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily see look at it and see ourselves. All right. So this is day 84. We're still in the thick of second Samuel. And um, man, I just want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon supporters, um, we really appreciate you guys we would not be able to do this thing without you guys and I had a really good time yesterday hanging out with some of our patrons and we got to talk about a lot of dope stuff what's going on what we're going what we're looking forward to uh, in the coming weeks and months with the podcast and just uh, updates So shout out to y'all. we appreciate y'all if you haven't already considered joining our patreon where you get uh, extra podcasts and extra perks and so uh, this uh, podcast is patreon supported and it helps us do what we do. All right. So 2 Samuel 17, right? So remember we left off talking about how my man Absalom is wilding, right? He is tripping. And the thing that we're going to see here is it be your own people, right? It be your own folk. And Absalom is David's son and he wants to take David's throne so david is in exile absalom is in jerusalem right and then once again my man david instead of ruling he's running right and what's so funny is that we have to remember last episode we talked about how my man Hushai was one of david's good friends so he stayed back david was way ahead of his son right he was sharper he was wiser he left Hushai back so that Hushai, I hear this could counteract this other guy's plans his name is ahithophel ahithophel's plans um that were going to lead to david's downfall so absalom is going to get advice from ahithophel and hushai but he's not going to listen to ahithophel he's going to listen to Hushai, who was secretly working for david all along and so when ahithophel now the text is going to say that ahithophel's word held weight in them days right david he was one of david's chief advisors david and absalom knew that his word held weight but the text also says so that the lord's decree would stand right Absalom didn't listen to Hithophel's plan he listened to Hushah's plan why does that why is that uh, significant because Hushah was working with David and Hushah's plan was going to ultimately lead to Absalom's downfall right and so essentially man um what Hushah suggests is that Absalom and his peoples go head on to fight against David and his people right Um, But once again, the Lord comes through and you see just um, what happens in the text. You know, I think um, what the text is trying to show us is that, you know, God always catches the wise in their own craftiness. Right. He always catches the wise in their own craftiness. And Job 5 talks about that a little bit. And Paul does as well. But he always you're not wiser than God. And so we should always remember if there is a choice between man's wisdom and God's wisdom, we need to heed God's wisdom. Who counteracts counteract Ahithophel's plans and advice? And it ultimately is going to lead to Absalom's downfall. And we see that in chapter 18. Right? We see Absalom's defeat. So David sends his army out to fight against my man Absalom, and he says, "Hey, David even says in this text, he's like, hey, treat my son gently. Right. And here, though, we have another instance of the people of God fighting Uh, as the philosopher uh, Sean Carter, affectionately known as Jay Z says, nobody wins when the family feuds and the family is feuding here. They're fighting. Right. Israel is fighting against Judah. Israel being with Absalom, Judah being with David And I love what um, Pastor Tony Evans says as well. He says that we're often so busy fighting each other that we never get around to fighting the enemy. Right. And you see that taking place here. So Absalom in 18 is riding on a mule. And guess what? He gets caught hanging in a tree. Right. In the original language this is reminiscent of a text in Deuteronomy, my favorite text, Deuteronomy 21, where it speaks of anyone who hangs on a tree being under God's curse. He is hanging from a tree because of the violation of his father's wishes. And it's so funny because, um, you know, Absalom in rebellion against the true king of Israel will die an enemy's death, right? And we just see how God's word is irrevocable, right? The Lord's decree, what the Lord has ordained cannot be thwarted. No matter who comes against his uh purposes. And so in um you know, they they gained the victory over Israel, Absalom dies, right? So they call it off. They take the news back to David and David is mourning, right? He is mourning the loss of his son. And we see that David has had a good life, but he's also had a hard one, right? He's lost 3 kids, right? Um And, you know, it's so funny that he then after the death of Absalom is able to come back into the holy city. And what's interesting about David, man, is that his life is going to pre- prefigure Israel's life. Right. Israel as a nation would one day go into exile, leave the land, and then they will be restored and brought back. So 2 Samuel 19 is about the restoration of of david's kingship right and so he comes back into town cats is coming up to him like yo man dave i was tripping bro like hey back then with absalom i know i was tripping but you you forgive me right and the text is so amazing that david um essentially doesn't take vengeance on anyone right he forgives and not only that mephibosheth comes back to him and you know the cat he took under uh his wing who was saul's grandson all unkept and ungroomed right uh, probably mourning for uh, the battle that's going on and David and all that kind of stuff. But he comes to him and you see, you know, just the mercy that David extends him as well. And we just see, man, that God is in the business of restoration, right? That regardless of the wreckage in our life, God is in the business of restoration. And that's what he does for his people, regardless of what they're going through, regardless of their circumstances. But in 2 Samuel 20, it's still the same theme, right? Nobody wins when the family feuds. We have this guy Sheba from the tribe of Benjamin, which was one of the 12 tribes of Israel, right? Trying to fight against David once again. And you see the people of God going out, uh, David's men going out to fight against uh, this one who's trying to take the kingdom and disrupting the peace and the order within God's kingdom. And on the way, Joab and Amasa get into this squabble because they are jealous or, or Joab is jealous of Amasa because he wants to be the guy that leads out in the battle and he ends up killing him. And it's just so much chaos going on. And Joab is such, he's on such a streak Joab is on such a streak in in, in, uh, chapter 20 that he's about to destroy the whole Benjaminite city, right? And a wise woman comes and stops him, right? And we see, once again, this faithful woman motif where the Lord is using uh, women amongst his people to preserve the nation and the kingdom. And so we saw it, yeah, with Hannah and Ruth and now with this woman here, And uh, the Lord, man, is in the business of raising up the least likely to bring about his purposes. What we see here is that even in the attempts of man to destroy and shatter God's kingdom, right? God's kingdom cannot be shaken, right? There is nothing and no one that can devise a scheme that is crafty enough, that has wisdom that reaches high enough, that has insight that is deep enough or that has an intellect that is strong enough or enough power that is powerful enough to thwart God's kingdom plan that he has for his people on this earth. Uh, 2 Samuel 17 through 20 is showing us something, not just about man, but about him. And we think about the Lord Jesus who died and rose and now reigns at the right hand of the father showing us that his kingship can never be threatened but is always secure let's pray father we ask for your grace and your mercy to remember that um yeah nothing can stop or thwart uh the kingdom plan and agenda that you've had from all of eternity lord i pray that we would uh adjust and alter our lives accordingly right that it would uh uh, that we would live in such a way I can testify to that truth.